I was told by sources deep inside the Pentagon in Area 51. I received a briefing earlier today, the Andrew Bello, that there are some hoes in this house. And I am fairly confident that that is the case. I had done my own analysis prior to getting the briefing, and I had already come to that conclusion. And then uh, the, the Pentagon official sat me down and told me, hey, BRV, Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid, Mecca G, Cody Loads. Listen, there are some hoes in this house. This is what they tell me. And I was like, you know what? I, I kind of believe you. I think you're right. But we're going to make sure. I'm going to ask the Andrew Bello when I see him on WLR tonight. Andrew Bello, are there some hoes in this house? Well, Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid, Mecca G, Cody Loads. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not a thing. I'm not making it a thing. Anyway, the Andrew Bellow, your God of Thunder, Sour B, Doctor of Thundernomics. Nice. Uh, I've got nice. I've got a few things to to say about this, and uh, there are in fact hoes in this house, which is fine. Sex work is real work. It's the oldest profession, as a matter of fact. And um, as long as those hoes are sexy, they can stay in this house. I, I agree with you 100 wholeheartedly. And this is why I I I refrained from making. A judgment and and he's gone just yes. like that he disappears listen steve king a direct been, energy I, weapon took him right out took him right out I've, I've been wanting to tell you this for quite some time but but hold on he's back I, I, i've been wanting to tell steve king this for quite some time but that motherfucker that motherfucker sitting back there is not real and now i know for a <laughs> fact that he is not disappoint dis, disappearing real. All right, Sour B. I love the Sour B thing, by the way. I love you. it. I'm all for it. I will call you Sour B all the time, at all times, if that's what you desire. Introduce the man, please. I'll take him. And uh, yeah, most definitely, we will introduce the main event of the evening. He comes to us from the land of the Sun Devil by way of the Denver airport. He stands at six feet. 6.6 inches tall, weighing in at an unbelievably svelte 666 pounds. Damn. All biceps. That's right. He is the master of the massive memories, the connoisseur of the colossal kajungas, and the hunker of huge hooters. That's right. He's sexy. He's stranglery. Strangler Steve Kane! <laughs> 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 
Thank you, thank you, sour balls. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. That was coming from the balls when you nice. that was that came, that pitch came deep. I love it. What's going on, guys? It's been a good week. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, finally starting to cool down in Arizona. It was only 109 today. That's it. Oh, that was very really nice. good. Yeah, very very good. It's practically winter. <laughs> Pretty much. I no no bullshit. Uh, my wife and I were out for Taco Tuesday tonight earlier, about three hours ago, and there was an older couple sitting behind our booth, well behind where my wife was, and they were getting up as we were kind of getting our chips and salsa. And they were older. They are probably, like, in their late 70s. No bullshit. The old guy put a jacket on before he left the place. Dang. Like, dude, it's 109 outside. I know you're old. And I know there's air conditioning in the restaurant, but for the love of God. Right. I, I, you're putting a jacket on. And he was not a big dude. He was kind of you know, on the frail side. But, dude, in 30 steps, you're going to be. And, this, and the sun is still full on out. It wasn't like it was, like, cloudy or nighttime, like the sun had gone down. It was full on 4.30 in the afternoon. Okay. So, it was, actually, it was even earlier. It was, like, 3, 3.45 when we got there, when they were leaving. So, uh, that, that, was, that just blew my mind. Like, yeah, it's funny because, like, it's like, yes, the 109 is starting to cool down for Arizona. But, God damn, the jacket, dude crazy that's yeah that's insane <laughs> it is insane man and it's hot as hell it's hot as balls out there um does it ever get cool over there i don't know well, I don't it's it'll start cooling down we're actually technically in monsoon season which means anytime now it's just going to start pouring because yeah. we have like the six-week window that starts between the middle of july into the beginning of september where we get like uh the majority of the rainfall like 80 percent of the year's rain in that six-week period and uh, but it hasn't done shit as far as that. Like last year, it was pouring and pouring. Even during the winter, it was like the rainiest winter of all time, and we ended up having a, what was called a super bloom. They had stuff that hadn't bloomed in over twenty years that was blooming in the desert. Actually, and um, you know the Sonoran Desert is actually the most uh, the greenest desert in the world. But you know after that kind of rainfall last winter, it was even greener than usual. But uh, now it's just it's just been like it's toasty. So everything that was green is now brown and crispy, and uh, it usually ends up causing lots of uh, fires over the summer. Knock on wood, we haven't had any. They've been directing the energy weapons over Maui, which is because you, know, you can only have <laughs> you know, one part of the planet on fire at a time. So luckily, they got it this year, and uh, we we uh, kind of missed it. But uh, it should start cooling down here, like in the, probably the next two three weeks. It'll get down to about 100 during the day, then like 75 at night. But then That's come nice. October, it'll be like 80-ish during the day and then like 60-something, 60, 60, 60, 65 at night, which ends up being really nice because between like the beginning of October till like all the way, you know, pretty close to Christmas, you can sleep with your windows wide open, with your fan on, no AC, don't need the AC anymore, certainly don't need the heat. But you can have that fresh air coming in, in the middle of the night, and it's just the greatest feeling. Like sleeping still above, like your covers and everything, and, and then the rattles they like comes yeah, then they come in. Right, yeah, they, they let themselves right in. They go right under the door. I nah. believe but, <laughs> I have cats, and the cat cats and snakes are natural born enemies. So my cat uh, Reggie, the black cat, has this thing about snakes because we used to get them in Rhode Island all the time. Fuck and he that. would sit and watch the door for snakes because every um, hell no. springtime. We got uh, little snake eggs in between the main door and the uh, um, that little metal door, you know, that like ah. in between. And they would lay their eggs there and they, they would just sit there and then they would hatch 
they'd kind of go out to the backyard, but some of them would come in. And when they would come in, Reggie would beat the living shit out of for Reggie. He, oh, totally he, out of the he question. He hates snakes, man. And then so he would sit there and just watch the door. And like, so Sophie, my white cat, she was like the mouse hunter, and Reggie was the snake hunter. And whenever Sophie got a mouse, she'd bring it to you and mm-hmm. like crunch it up in front of you, like you could hear the bones crunching, like. But Reggie would beat the living shit out of a snake and then just leave it downstairs in our like a little in-law suite that we used to have. It was it was crazy. Like he he was just we used to call him a snake hunter because he's every day there'd be a, a baby snake down there that he kicked the shit out of. This is why it is imperative to own cats. I am yeah. not a fan of cats. Well, I love my cats, but but I am not a fan of cats in general. The but best. I will probably never live without one, okay? Because I hate mice. I right. hate them. And I hate snakes. Ugh. So if there was a snake coming into my apartment, I would lose it collectively. All right? Like, I, I would. if there's a snake in my home... I would call, I don't know the, 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 all the exterminators in the freaking place. I'm like, can we snake proof my house? Well, that's impossible, sir. Think of something. Let's go. Right. Like, like really? Cause it's just not happening. Right. I don't know if I'm cut out to live anywhere other than New York really, because if I go somewhere and there's a snake, like even a little snake, I'm going to lose it. Right. So, <laughs> So I'm glad I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a bobcat and keep it in my house. And, and <laughs> that's what we're gonna roll with. And yeah, it, nice. it'll be the end of it. What's up, Bells? I heard you. Yeah, you can get past the dog. Nobody fucks with a bobcat. Right. 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 Screw that. Right. right. So yeah, the gonna... other thing cats are good for out here in the in the desert is uh, they're natural born enemies with scorpions as well. And the Fuck stinger is it, not bro. a cat is not allergic to a scorpion sting. It'll survive it. And they can also eat the scorpion without a problem. So a lot of people will have cats out here in the desert for the snakes and the scorpions. Why are we living and in Arizona, dude? I know. What, and what? when you have, like, shoes, you have to shake your shoes in the morning Fuck to make sure there's no scorpions. Here, uh-uh, man. I saw this video about living in, in, in Australia. I'm out. Which, which doesn't exist, by the way. But but I, I saw this whole video about that and, and how spiders are bigger and snakes are bigger and everything. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm out. I'm out. I have no, no business. So why are we, what's the appeal? Why are we living in Arizona at this point? It is hot as balls. There's <laughs> rattlesnakes all over the place and freaking diamondbacks and all this other Landlocked. stuff. Landlocked. Landlocked. Yes. And, yeah. and 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 spiders and scorpions? Fuck yeah. out of here. Well, I'm good. I mean, you know, not for nothing, but uh, I guess it's probably, I think, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but we're looking to go back to Rhode Island next summer. I know, I know, I know. So we'll we're looking back. for places right now. I have a place up in um, just north of Worcester, Mass. But I have a tenant in there, but... If I don't find a place in Rhode Island before, I'd say like May of uh, the coming year, then we'll probably just end up taking that. Yo, yo, yo! It's time to go. If, if you need me to take care of that, uh, um, um, Striz, I'll be more than happy. Just give me a call. Thank I'll you. get on the phone with him. Be like, listen, listen, you gotta go. Listen, right, I right. didn't ask you where you were going. You gotta go. You gotta go right now. <laughs> you get to get Let's go. Let's go right now. Chop, <laughs> chop. That's it. You know, we'll take care of that for the Striz. Listen, right. there's a couple of things we're gonna talk about tonight. It is WLR. It is the summer of Striz. We're getting it going tonight. We're going to talk about directed energy weapons because everybody wants to talk about directed energy weapons all of a sudden. Everybody knows what's going on in Hawaii. Everybody's questioning the hell out of it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to say if it's true or not. I got a briefing about there being hoes in this house earlier today and also a sub-briefing on directed energy weapons in Hawaii. Second, second, we will talk about Cody Rhodes and his booking. We will talk about CM Punk, our favorite 
uh, professional wrestler. Not really. I, you know, I'm not a fan. Uh, but we're going to talk about him and he, him getting into a fight with Jungle Boy in the back. And they then, did. That's what, that's what they said. Really they, recently? Yeah, yeah, like like a week ago on Dynamite. Oh on, shit! On, what was it on a freaking? I did not know this. What was it? What's that show? What's Collision? his Collision? Okay, all right. So let's start with it. Let me let me break it down for you. Oh, then I wow. want your thoughts, right? So so I just read about this actually. Um, Collision is CM Punk show. Jack Perry decided he wanted to use glass in a backstage segment. CM Punk gave him pushback, real glass. And CM Punk was like, nope, we're not doing that. Next day, because he's the dude over there, right? And um, uh, Jack Perry threw a fit. And he was like, that's bullshit. You can't tell me what to do. And CM Punk was like, nah. Everybody who saw it was like, it's an argument between CM Punk and Jungle Boy. Uh, CM Punk just said that Jungle Boy was throwing a fit. I believe it was an argument because, you know, CM Punk don't take no shit from nobody. So especially somebody like Jack Perry. Mm-hmm. Like mouthing off at him, I could see CM Punk just saying, "Listen, kid, listen, dial that shit back right fucking now, bro." Yeah, you know, and and I'm not a big fan of CM Punk, and I think that you know when he went to the UFC and got his ass whooped, those were some of the greatest moments of my life. But <laughs> but um, I, I think he beat the trash out of Jungle Boy. I, I I really do. Beyond that, Jungle Boy hasn't earned his stripes to be telling freaking. No, he has people. not. You are right. He has not, that. bro. Like you got you, dial that back. But anyway. So he wanted to use this, and, and uh, tons of people backstage were telling him this is unnecessary. CM Punk was saying, listen, this is dangerous. Don't do it. And then he went a step further, according to this report, and this is on Pro Wrestling, no, no, bullshit, on, on Wrestling Inc. Go on Wrestling Inc., you'll find it there. Um, he went a step further and said, if you want to pull this bullshit, go wrestle on Dynamite. That doesn't go on here in Collision, he said. That's what he said. That's so, locker room leader stuff right there, Billy. I Rick. believe well, it's his show. Like I remember <laughs> when when The Rock was around and they created SmackDown and it was yeah. literally the Rock show because you know it was named after The Rock. It was yeah. it's really where it came from. So it was like the Rock show. You know, a collision is literally made for CM Punk. That's CM Punk show. Straight up. Like, I mean, it, and, and apparently there's a lot of people backstage in AEW that have problems with CM Punk, and CM Punk loves the problem. He may say he doesn't, but he's like, bring the problems. We will address them. You know, and, and I don't like CM Punk, but sometimes you can't help but respect that motherfucker. Anyway, Bells, I'm coming to you. Freaking glass backstage. What's going on? What, what's your position on this? Yeah, I mean, I know how you feel about CM Punk, and I think everybody feels like a certain way about CM Punk. There's some Punk hoes in right? this house, Bells. There there are, there are hoes. Make sure right. somebody who's checking to make sure that these hoes are up to standard. Colin, I'm putting you on this one. Get rid of this bot in the chat, too, by the way. Um, <laughs> neither here nor there uh, at the moment. But, yeah, no, Jack Perry, Jungle Boy, whoever the fuck he is, has absolutely no reason to, uh, <laughs> to be telling CM Punk anything about anything, especially, you know, on what essentially is his show, right, like in the same sort of way. But they didn't make a show for The Rock because, well, maybe they did. But to my knowledge, they didn't make a no, whole show. They didn't make right. a whole show for The Rock because The Rock's a, like a fucking whiny, mouthy bitch that no one likes or wants <laughs> to work with, uh, right. which is essentially what they did here, right? Like there was heat with the elite. Let's put CM Punk on his own show. I, I, I predict this backfiring as pretty much everything involving both AEW and CM Punk does. Um, CM Punk is going to now take all the problems, take them all under his wing, and one day just threaten to actually take all of the talent, leave, and go start his own promotion. Ooh. 
Damn, I don't think CM Punk has the balls to do that. I don't think he would actually go through the like the work of like booking or fucking producing or, you know, maybe anything other than just bankrolling out of pure spite because he seems like the type of motherfucker that would do something like that. Damn, I'd, I'd have a serious respect for him if he went out and did something like that. You know, I, I remember back in the day, a long, long time ago in a land far, far away in another life that I had, I remember there was a, a, a potential... Uh, strike in the NBA with uh, the the players association not coming to terms with uh, with the league and I remember just saying why don't these dudes just start their own freaking league I mean if LeBron James decided I'm gonna start my own league got together with Michael Jordan and started their own league I'm sure they'd have a shot at be being successful and a lot of people would go over there and a lot of the college uh, um, uh, kids would want to play for LeBron James, right? I mean, you you get you get to play for the NBA, but they would want to play for LeBron James too. So it'd be, they'd be competitive. But no, they don't have the balls. They don't they don't want to take the risk. Uh, they want to get paid, and I can understand that to a certain degree. But um, I, if CM Punk went out and did that shit, I'd be like, dude, I, I may have to stop talking bad about CM Punk. Just be like, I, 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 you know, I'm whatever you do is golden, in my opinion. All right. Now, the only opinion that actually matters on the show, not that Bell's opinion Bingo. doesn't matter. Nah, but uh, right. the only opinion, the only opinion that matters, ladies and gents, it is the summer of the Striz. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Hey, Tell buddy. the people what's up. Everybody's here. Opinion matters. That's why we're here. But I appreciate that. But anyway, this is Ice Cube opening his own uh NBA style basketball, like with the yeah, big three. It is a thing. Yeah. It's so, a thing. I mean, somebody's out there with the balls to try to compete. And right. uh, he's getting a lot of pushback from tons of major places that don't want to sponsor or put money in because they're afraid of pissing off the NBA. Right. So, you know, there's always, when you have leagues and things like that are that giant, there's a lot of power with stuff like that. Like, they, like maybe the big three isn't going to fucking bow to China, you know, like the NBA oh, yeah. loves yeah. doing that, you know? So, right. You know, it's, 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 you know, when you deal with that kind of money, it, it ends up becoming mafia like, you know what I mean? So you don't know who you're pissing off. But uh, as far as the, the CM Punk stuff goes, you know, guys like Jungle Boy, I mean, he's been around for a couple of years. He did the Indies like for a little bit, like the PWG stuff. But I don't think anybody ever pushed him. Like, it's like, just like in a way where like he didn't get his way or something. You know what I mean? Cause like his dad was famous or whatever. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of clout that comes with stuff like that. So this is probably the first time anybody's told him, you know, your idea is not a really good idea. And here's why, because I'm sure he gave him a, probably 30 reasons as to why not to use real glass in a segment when you don't need to. Right. And if you have any kind of imagination, you don't need to do things like that. And he was probably was like, how dare you not fucking think I'm the greatest thing in the world? And I don't think that's a Jungle Boy thing. I think it's probably a Gen Z thing. But extra with Jungle Boy because he's been probably, you know, coddled his whole life, you know. So, you know, he probably didn't want to hear like that his idea was wrong and he got a big boo-boo lip about it. And I'm sure when once Pug saw that he had a boo-boo lip about it, he thought, great, I got him. Now I'm going to fucking nail him. <laughs> I just kept hitting with those shit until fucking, you know, they, they came to blows. You know, that's the kind of guy CM Punk is. He's a needler, you know what I mean? He'll just right. find that tender spot. When you finally get it, just keep working it and working it. Because that's just how he is, you know? Like, the thing is, is that he's, Punk's not the only guy that's like that. All the guys that have been in the business for years and years. How many years have we heard Hameen say things like, you know, the boys will just 
find out what makes you tick. Like, what's that one thing that's going to get you to go over the edge? And now the next thing you know, you're entertainment for the locker room because you're the one fucking jumping off the edge and flipping out over shit like that doesn't need to be flipped out over. But because you were, you know, you let people get to you, now you're like a, a rib, you know? So he finally he showed he's not professional and he's a child. And, you know, I wonder if, if I were um, Tony Khan and I saw a guy like that reacting like when someone's telling you, no, don't use real glass or whatever the case was, because this is all brand new news to me. Like, he, if I were Tony, would be like, Punk's right. You know, the, the, you don't even have, where's the, even the argument for something like this? You I know. know. So, you know, it, it's silliness. Like, we'll have to I kind of see how this kind of unfolds. But, uh, you know, if, if it's to a point where they did actually physically fight, do you take Jungle Boy off of that program and put him on uh, Dynamite or the Friday night show that already nobody's watching? Like, you have tons of money already invested in this kid. They spent all that money just to have that jungle song. And now he doesn't even do that gimmick anymore. So they have a new song for him. So that's more money. You think about the, the, the every time he's on TV, the segments, the the um, length of the matches, the length of the segments, tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars. Every time he has a segment on television, you roll that back four years. And that's quite a few million bucks you have invested into one guy. Yeah. So, you know, when these guys realize, hey, you know, you're not the end-all, be-all, and somebody has a better idea than you, shut the fuck up. It's their money that they're, they're investing into you. And if you want to keep having, you know, your role on TV, take some of the advice. Don't be so fucking without, like, um, humility that you can't just stop for a second and say, well, what's your idea? At least let me let me hear, like, what's what you think is a better idea. You know what I mean? Because if it is a better idea... You'll get more TV time, and that's more money invested into you, and then you become a stronger investment in the company, which means you get more stroke, you get more money, yada yada yada. So you know, it's um, it just shows his immaturity level at that point. And and why would you use real glass? Yeah. If you can use something fake or something other than real. Like, I don't get it. I don't get. I almost like I was like, what what is this story? But it's featured prominently on on uh, on Wrestling Inc. So uh, they're pretty much on top of their shit. Over there, so um, I, I'm sure there's this has legs. Um, Tony Khan, I think, did tell him, "Listen, this is not gonna, it's not gonna happen. We're not doing this." And and they created some type of guideline to to get it approved with the office. Even though we went over that, you know, um, and it, that went out the window the next day when they did the death steel cage match, right. whatever the hell it was called, that they used everything, including a kitchen sink, probably like every freaking thing. So, Blood guts, um, wasn't it something like that? One of those, one of those fights. I I don't know which one it was. Um, but but yeah, CM Punk pulled him, and you know Jack Jack Perry. It's not like he's completely useless. He he's not awful. He's he's an awful yes. promo though. Like yeah. his his promos are atrocious. He has a long long way to go to yeah. be a complete professional wrestler. And uh, he should be sitting down and, and, and taking advice and, and being as humble as you can just because you're Jack Perry's kid. I mean, uh, uh, Luke Perry's kid, you know, doesn't mean uh, much of any. I mean, it got you to where you are and, and, and they're pushing you. But, man, that's not going to fly. Like the WWE, like if, if that's the ultimate goal, good luck. That's, you're going to get lost in the shuffle over there. Yep. Yeah. Especially talking like that, man. Like it's, it's atrocious. And those, if they hear, you know, when they see here that he's, you know, fighting guys over shit. Like, what's he gonna do? Fight Hurricane, who's producing his segment right. in WWE? You'd be you'd be sent home so fast, your fucking head'll spin. You know, right? Like, right. You have right. nothing to gain by by doing that. There's there's nothing that you could come up with using that glass that's gonna 
justify it. So just, you know, like Hameen has said for a century now, never miss an opportunity to shut the fuck up, you know, and just right. let me hear your idea and let's go with that. And even if you don't like it, just be like, I'm going to make it as good as I can do. That's, that's my favorite Hameen quote ever. Yeah, I think that's a Joey Mercury it's, it's, It quote. is a Joey Mercury quote. Yeah. But like, I don't know Joey Mercury. Brain, so. I know Ben Hameen. So yeah. I just want to make sure it's point. properly accredited. I think Hameen would appreciate it. YOLO. Mm. <laughs> so uh, I, I love it. That's where I learned it from. So um, I, I think it's dope. Okay. So that's Fair. what happened there. Right. That's that's what happened there. Um, and it, it was interesting. It's always interesting to hear uh, CM Punk beef, you know, and, and, and where that's going to go. But... um. That's what happened. Let's talk about the dude, Cody Rhodes, real quick. All right, let's talk about the man. Um, the, the, the number one contender to Roman Reigns' WWE title. Not really, but that's the way it's going to go down, right? I just saw a whole video on Instagram about how Roman Reigns is not losing the title until Philadelphia, possibly. And that's WrestleMania 40, right? Possibly. So every match he has this year, you know the probability of him winning. 99.9% unless something happens. Roman Reigns is going to win the match. That's just the way it's going to go. The story is supposed to be Cody Rhodes is supposed to be the guy. What do they got him doing right now to fill the time? Is it? Is it? I saw some of Monday Night Raw. I sent you guys a clip earlier today about uh, um, the Judgment Day beating the trash out of Cody Rhodes. So I think that's the next program, right? It's probably going to be a tag match. Uh, Zami Zayn. And Cody Rhodes against uh, some combination of the Judgment Day um, at the next pay per view or whatever. I, I don't know how they're going to do it. I, I, I don't know, but that, or, or they better not see. It's 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 tricky to put him with somebody as popular as Zami Zayn, even though Zami Zayn isn't as popular as he was at his height. You know, it's calmed down a little bit, but it's still a very tricky situation to put Cody Rhodes in that position before WrestleMania 40. Just saying. Uh, Bells, what are you thinking about Mr. Rhodes? Yeah, I don't like any of this. I, I mean, we talked about just kind of keeping the stakes high for Cody as we get closer to his potential Rumble win and WrestleMania, you know, main event rematch yeah. with, with Roman Reigns and all that sort of stuff. This ain't it. And this ain't it for the Judgment Day either, really. Like, they should be doing way better things than being fucking fodder for Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn. They, they got a lot going on. They, uh, to the best of my knowledge, Priest still has the briefcase, right? And then you've got, yeah. uh, you know, Dom Dom with his title. Mommy's doing her thing. Like, there's they, this, this group was really thriving. And if they were just doing all of this kind of build for them, just to, like, again, be fucking cannon fodder for Cody and Sammy, it's, what a waste. The, like, the, these guys are, these guys were killing it. They could still off be doing something significant on your show while somebody else is over here jobbing for Cody. Uh, but it, I, it, I, I, the, the, the people that they could have gone to after Brock that kept it like at that level limited, right? Like there's only like a handful mm -hmm. of people it could have been. And, and I don't even know that any of them are available, right? Like, I mean, like I've talked about, uh, Randy gold dust, um, you know, like maybe like a, a you know, the returning Ted DiBiase Jr., whatever the fuck it is, it would have to be something like personal or something, you know, maybe Bray Wyatt, just because, you know, something spooky and paranormal is a little bit, you know, different from Brock, but seemingly as insurmountable. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that none of that's happening. Judgment Day is going to end up fucking jobbing to these guys. And that's a shame. Yeah, um, if if they bring back Bray Wyatt, it could single handedly sink Cody Rhodes' opportunity <laughs> to win the, to win that title. Perfect. 
Love oh, it. My. <laughs> Damn bells, man. Come on. You know, you know, I'm, I'm scarred for life already. Let's not make you know, Finishing the story is one thing. I'm just putting the book down and probably never picking it up again. Like, you know, it's just it is what it is. I, I kind of hope he gets back to WrestleMania and they put Roman over again. No, don't say that. Do I, I will I, <laughs> acknowledge I will you, I'll make I'll make one of those videos of, of you know you know those videos after WrestleMania where the little kid is spazzing out like breaking everything in his room or whatever that would be mm-hmm. just breaking my living room apart. I'll have my I'll be like, hey babe, come come film this and I give it to her. And then I'm like, ah, and then I just trash my living room and then I have no place to live because my wife throws me out, you know, but it, it'd be worth it because it'd get a ton of a ton of hits on on wherever, Instagram or TikTok or whatever the kids like to view these days. I'm not into all that stuff. I'm old now. I don't do all that shit. But the kids, on the other hand, they love that crap. And we here at WLR, we're all about the kids. We cater to the kids. The kids are the future. Stay in school, all of you, and, and watch WLR. Just what not you, public school. Just, <laughs> just don't go to public school. Um, Striz, brother. Um, yes. W- w- what are you thinking uh, about this? The current, the current, well, you uh, know. Yeah. Even, even, your, even your not thinking <laughs> opinion is is, uh, is is wanted and desired. So, what, what do you think about what's going on here with with, uh, with uh, Cody Rhodes and the, the pairing him with Sami Zayn? I don't even know how long this is gonna go. But I, I, do, I do like I do like that kid from NXT that just came up. I forget his name. Draw whatever the fuck his name is. Um, with and you mentioned this actually. I think a couple of episodes ago that uh, he was getting very friendly with with uh, with Finn Balor. And now he's, oh, JD, uh, JD yeah. McDonough. I kind of, I kind of dig that. I kind of dig that. Yeah. Anyway, I, I kind of, well, yeah. It's, there's, a, there's a lot of like little level things going. JD McDonough is, you know, kind of having Finn Balor's ear because they've known each other for a few decades outside of WWE. I don't think anybody really cares about JD McDonough. And uh, what's the the best that they can do is maybe tag up on the side once Judgment Day is kind of through, and that way it's an older guy with a guy who hasn't been around as long, who's not necessarily young, but has you know, spent 20 years on the independence, you know, so I don't know how much really any real meat on the bone there is there, and J.D. McDonough is kind of lacking in the personality department with Finn, so two of them doesn't really equal great success to me, but we'll see what happens. Um, Cody and Sammy, it's like they have to maybe try to work together to keep something, you know, see if they can keep each other hot, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, with Kevin on the shelf being injured, I'm not sure how long he's out for, but, uh, you know, apparently they're letting him keep the tag titles for now, which, you know, they could possibly, I, if, it was, if it was me and he was really hurt, I'd say let's have a big tournament because we have all these tag teams now. Or maybe, like, even consider, like, splitting up the tag belts and be like, these are going back to Raw, these are going back to SmackDown. There's something we can do about it. We need to have champions, and the people want to see tag team wrestling at its finest, so here we go. At least yeah. it'd be a good way that Sammy and Kevin don't take a loss. It's a way to split up the tag belts again so each show has a set of tag champions you know maybe it's that's like the best way to go forward with that and it's it's something to have on television you know you can do weeks of each one having its own tournament going off you know not to have every match in one night have a couple matches here a couple matches there then it culminates at whatever you know maybe survivor series if we can get it that long it's only three months away you know Hmm. who knows but um you know as far as uh, Cody goes getting into Mania. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to keep him hot. You got to be an artist to figure out how they're going to go from here to all the way to Mania to keep him hot. But speaking of Mania, today they released the tickets, at least the pre-sale tickets for Mania. And I, uh, my wife got four tickets for two nights each. 
So for a total of $7,500, we, we, we got our tickets for two nights. Plus our hotel is $1,500. So I'm nine grand in the WrestleMania already this year. And that, that's not going to count our flights to get over there, our rental car and our food. So, or any merch that we decided to get. So, uh, shit, man, did you get front row seats or something? What uh, we, no, fuck no. We got like the first loge directly across from Hard Cam, like four rows up. So they're actually very good seats. They're just, you know, it's expensive. Like, Mania is expensive. They, they're can I, even, I was planning on going with my kids this year. Can I even do that? That's ridiculous. It's four people. Depends on how how much you want to drop. You want to drop eleven thousand dollars on the experience? Uh, snakes, fucking uh, what is it? <laughs> All this shit. Snakes, rats, yeah. and dropping seven thousand dollars on 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 WrestleMania. T- I don't know. It'll be an experience. My kid really wants to go, but I'm taking everybody. I'm not going just me and my kids. I hear you. I hear you. Well, we'll, well you know, we've been going to WrestleMania for years upon years, and we said this year, like today, when we were driving, I picked her up to go to dinner. And I said, she was like, man, I said to myself last year, we weren't going to spend this kind of money on Mania tickets. I said, well, it's 40. You know, it'll be a big one. We've been to so many. To not go to 40, it'd be weird. It's probably Vince's last Mania if he even gets to that far with all the government, you know, stuff that's going on with him and the investigations and stuff. So let it be like, maybe it's possibly our last WrestleMania hurrah. So if we spend the money, we spend the money, but we'll go, we'll have fun. We'll experience it and do all the things that we do during Mania week. And, um, you know, it's a good vacation trip. And, uh, you know, maybe going forward after that, because the tickets, you know, they're incrementally more and more every year. I can't imagine Endeavor is going to expect to start putting out tickets for less money. You've seen UFC tickets that go for tens of thousands of dollars when it's not even a big card, you know? Right, right, right. So it's like, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, 40 might be our last one for a while. And we'll just sit home and watch it on the network going forward or however it's presented on Peacock or whatever they decide to do down the road. But we'll just go to this one and enjoy it. And yeah, it's expensive, but it's our time away and it's the time to have fun. And it's always fun to go to the shows live because then when Cody loses, I get to make people cry. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's a double I'll, <laughs> I'll be in the bleachers and, I, and I'll, I'll send you yeah. like little light signals or whatever. Like I'll, <laughs> I'll have a, I'll have a, 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 a mirror that I'll just like reflect off right, the right. sun. And it'll come to you and be like, oh, that's Billy Ray all the way up there. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Billy Ray. What's going on? You know, and, and, and hopefully, hopefully Cody Rhodes, you know, if I, if I drop 10 grand at WrestleMania and Cody Rhodes doesn't win, bro. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. Uh, see, I so wanted even more. Yeah, I know, right? That, dude, I, I will lose it. For real, like legit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I want my money playing? back. Listen, it, Give it my needs to happen. Right now. But this, is, this isn't the story I paid for. All right? You guys told me a story and you misrepresented the story. You changed the ending of the story. You can't change the ending of the story. They never told you what the ending was going to be. I know. I know they didn't. But they may allude. The, <laughs> this is the argument I'm going to make, Striz. Like, yes, you have to yes. back me up on it as my friend. I will. I'll be like, I'll be crying. But no, absolutely. So I, I, I think this is this is touchy. We got we got to keep following Cody Rhodes and seeing where it's going to go. It's a touch and go situation. It may seem like it's not, but it's a very sensitive situation. From one moment to the next, they can start booing this guy. We were in our group chat talking he about it. and should be booing I, this guy. It's possible. Um, uh, I don't know who posted it, if it was Striz or Bells. It was not me. 
but um um about Cody Rhodes talking about how he he tore his pack, right? Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw that about two weeks ago, somewhere I forget where. And I remember just thinking, I'm like, well, that's a real dick freaking story because the whole story was, I saw some guy when I walked into the gym, and he's big and buff, and he was looking at me dead right. in my eyes, and I'm like, blow this guy away. So I sat down. <laughs> And I put 450,000 pounds on this thing just to impress some dude, a dude that doesn't random, even know a random dude, bro. Okay. Just to, and, and, and he's like, and he starts to lift it and he's tore his, his, his pack. And he goes, you know, you can't do that anymore. When you're like, you know, 35, 36, you can't do that anymore. And then the guy comes over and he helps me out. He's the nicest guy. He's the nicest guy in the world. You know? So, you know, I was like, you know, I can't do stuff. First of all, like dumbass, you know, like, I mean, what the fuck were you thinking? Second, I wouldn't, on so many levels, I would have mentioned that because I don't want the brass to be pissed at me. Right, right, exactly. You know, so I wouldn't have mentioned it. I'd have been like, I, right, you know, whatever, whatever. But, but, but. Uh, I tell Cody, you owe me $50,000 for that. Serious, bro. Yeah. And then after that, it makes you look like a freaking tool bag. Yeah. Why sure. would you do that? Like, I'm, oh, we're, we locked eyes, me and this guy. It's kind of homoerotic, too. I locked eyes with this guy. And I wanted I to, to impress him. Yeah, he right. wanted to blow him up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, what the hell? And he had to show my peacock feathers, you know? Right. So I could fucking hang, brother. What the fuck? Yeah. You know, so immediately, see, but Vince McMahon isn't, I mean, he is running the WWE. I mean, he had to step back now. So it's, it's, it's whatever. But this is a new era, bro. Like, I mean, this this isn't the McMahon era anymore. Like, I mean, it's 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 at the very tail end of it. This is only almost symbolic. Like the last emperor of China, you know, when 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 they put him in in Manchu Kuo or whatever, it was symbolic. He was never he wasn't the real emperor anymore. He was just there. So that's what's happening with with Vince McMahon. Like, Endeavor, dude, it's a real fucking company, bro. Not that the WWE isn't anymore, but you know what I mean. Like, it's. And Endeavor's the real freaking deal. Like, I don't know if you should be mentioning shit like this. Right. Stupid. Yeah. It's it's dumb. It's it's really stupid. But anyway, I've had it's en enough of me talking about that. What's up, Bells? I'm lost. What are we talking about? Cody Rhodes, your boy. Cody Rhodes. We're still talking about Cody Rhodes. Why? Why are we still the talking about Peacocks and, 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 and the way he was looking else. at the guy and he, he tore his peck. Was it a smart thing to do? Oh, yes. This was this was insanely dumb. It was so dumb I was trying to forget about it. But apparently you just had to go ahead and remind me. Of it. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, uh, it is, it's a bit homoerotic. It's stupid. It's like a story you should maybe tell your close friends, but would never, ever say this to a fucking somebody holding a microphone are you kidding me this is yeah it's just foolish like it almost makes you like seem like if they don't go all the way with with him having the title maybe it's because of shit like this just yeah. bing, 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 bing. not only that roman reigns who at this point is is just churning at all you know he's got all fucking i don't even know all the metaphors man i can't even fucking come up with a metaphor for how good this motherfucker has become over the last couple of years it is staggering from hickory dickory doc mm. to the fucking promo i saw this week on smackdown right before i guess he got kicked in the mouth by jay uso who then quit i guess i crazy but <laughs> roman reigns some of his best mic work he was he's on the mic Jay Uso's going through this whole thing and and Roman's like laughing at him and and the Usos and their their you know brotherly rivalry 
And he's he's just like laughing. He's like, yo, man, I don't even know why I got to keep saying this because it's been like this for three years now. This show is about one thing. Acknowledge me. And they eat a super kick in the face. But it was just the, the, the delivery on this was. I mean, if you if you could, as we'll go later on in the show, into a time machine and go back and watch those early Roman Reigns promos as they were trying to push him, that the compared to what? Promo. My I God, remember, I mean, I six, seven years that. later, whatever, yeah. however long it took, it, it, it took, it, you know, leukemia, coming back, all that kind of shit, whatever it was, he got there and he's there now. Like, I mean, I, frankly, I don't want to see Roman Reigns lose this title to Cody Rhodes. I want 3,000 days. <laughs> you know, I, I see. I just don't want him to take Hogan's spot. Do whatever you want. Don't take Hogan's spot. Well, he's next up him, on the list. Want him to take all the spots? No, 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 no. no. We can't. We well, can. He'll never take. He'll never take Bruno's spot. No, let him have it. Doing that. Four thousand days. See, four thousand. And let him days. beat Cody Rhodes every year. Like he beats him again <laughs> this year, and then it's like, okay, he comes yeah. back for a third year. Okay, he's definitely be like this Billy Ray bets be the it. mortgage. <laughs> and then Roman Reigns pancakes yeah. that motherfucker in in like record time for for WrestleMania main events. Then he climbs all the way back. He does it one more time. Mm-hmm. Beats him again, dude. How many WrestleManias? Okay, could they put it as the main event before they finally would sell less than half of the arena? They would have. I bet you you could get away with it like six times. Yeah, at least five years. <laughs> at least five years, because you could say like, "Oh, we're building." Blah, it's long term storytelling. Right. All of you marks wanted long term storytelling. <laughs> It'd be yeah, great. Yeah. Like on the sixth time, he finally beats Roman Reigns, finally becomes a champion, and loses it the next night back to him on Raw. Oh wow! <laughs> Talk about Christian shit. Yeah, that's exactly what they would do to him, right? I I, I could see it happening. Um. Yeah. Regardless of that, I had a thought in my mind, and it is got oh okay. So when you talk about the because you brought up Bruno, and I was thinking the other day when I was walking through the streets with nothing else to think about, I was thinking about who the greatest WWE champion was, and of course for me it's Hulk Hogan. And you can't really make an argument, right? Except you can make an argument for Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? You can make an argument for Stone Cold, but it's Hulk Hogan, the only person. That can that has a reasonable claim as being the, the the greatest WWE champion of all time, other than Hulk Hogan, that 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 can have a, a real argument behind him is Bruno San Martino. That's all. That is all. You know, um, because he, he's it's ten years. How can you, how can you top that? You know, who, who can who can top that? What a run, right? Filling up Madison Square Garden. Night after night after night, you know the Italian stallion, whatever they, the, the, whatever they used to call yeah. him, beast of a man. I, I, I mean, I never saw him wrestle, at least not in his prime, not you know when I was alive. Um, but uh, damn, I saw uh, him it, wrestle Randy Savage twice at the Boston Garden for the Intercontinental Championship. Crazy! Bro. It was crazy. fucking phenomenal. Fantastic. We bro. went because we said there's no way Bruno San Martino is losing. And Did he? First match, Randy got counted out. Second match was like a double disqualification. First match was a regular one-on-one match. Bruno fucking had color. Oh, it was it was it was art. It was it was, dude. The Bruno was in his like late fifties. He got every person to stand up on their feet, screaming, "This is it! This is the night!" 
Savage escapes with the belt. Then they did it in a cage. Fucking place again, man. And somehow Randy gets out doing something, you know, some sneaky heel shit. Got out with the belt. He was covered in blood. Walks away with the belt. They didn't do a third, but it was just like you had to go because it was Bruno coming back to to wrestle at the garden for the for the belt. Like, oh my god, this is unfucking believable. And everyone there thought he was gonna take it. So that that's it. There's there's no other argument. That's it. There, there's nobody you can put up against Hulk Hogan as the greatest of all time. Only Bruno. That's the only yeah, argument. For me, it's Bruno. Yeah. I, and I can understand that. And it's I just say that because it, uh, uh, it's just simply because I'm Italian. Oh well, beyond you know, that, he's, he's yeah. you can make it a solid. In my argument. neighborhood, dude, he was like the second coming. They still have his picture at the pizzeria down the block because you know he's Italian. His banner hangs in the Boston Garden. He's the man. What are you gonna do? Nobody yeah. else. Maybe Stone Cold Steve Austin nah. is in that conversation. Austin was, was too, never too a quick. great champion. Yeah, he was. I mean, honestly, he was never a great champion. His chases were fucking amongst some of the greatest of all time. But once he had the belt, it was like, man, all right, whatever. Half the time, he'd lose it pretty quickly and be right back on the chase. No, yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean, as as far as, all right, fine. The greatest WWE wrestler of all time. All right. You can say, like, yeah, he was very close to being the most popular of all time. That's for sure. Yeah. So it's those three guys. That's it. That's that's really all we can think we could talk about there. All right, fine. To that point. Let's 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 branch over to the time machine in the interest of time, because we, we already talked about Bruno and the Macho Man, and that's that's time machine worthy. But Striz, and it was Bells actually had a, had a yeah, genius idea yeah. to talk about going in a backstage back into the time machine. You know, travel back in time, which is impossible, by the way. You cannot travel back in time. The no, Lord will not, not allow it. I you do it all go, the time. You can go further. In time. You can go into the future, but you cannot go back in time. If you do happen to find yourself going back in time, you will never return to your original reality. It is but if you're in the future and you go back, haven't you gone back in time? No, you can't go back. So you can only go forward. So you can once you go forward, say a hundred years, you can't go back to your original. You can't spot. come back. Yeah, you can nah, see, that's just no, because you can go back. You're always going forward, but you can go back, which would then make your past your future. And your right. present, both your present and now your future as well. Listen, I didn't make the rules, Bells. All right. I got I got briefed by the Pentagon Listen, this morning and they told me about time travel. What's I'm straight up? out of the quantum realm over here. I know I know what's going on. I know this time travel shit. I'm ready. <laughs> right. So if time is actually really cyclical and not linear, wouldn't you just can you just go so forward that you go all the way around the circle again and go back yes, that way? Time is a flat circle. Flat earth, baby. I'll be just like playing that. a record, like a record, you know, you just stay on until you go back around again. Dude, I'm, I'm convinced we live in something like that. I mean, really, like at this point. But but beyond that, all right, let's 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 go back in time. If you can get any wrestler from any era to fight each other, what would it be? Who would this match be? There's a ton of them. Striz, I'm turning it over to you. All right. No, well, that, Bella, that was probably the... Um, Best idea we've had for shoutouts. So oh, that was really cool when you hit that. Don't, don't. I was like, holy crap, that's fantastic. Don't uh, gas his head up more than I know. <laughs> Dolly Gas. Uh, and uh, my choice was uh, Walter Killer Kowalski versus Gunther. Uh, title for title. And uh, Kowalski held several titles, but it wouldn't matter which one he put on the line. But versus Gunther in the Intercontinental Championship, because they both look 
so similar. They both have incredibly similar styles. Just a ruthless, aggressive, push forward and destroy your opponents type of style. And to see the two of them wrestle each other would be like nothing you've ever seen. It'd be like watching two moose in like the caribou locking eyes and going forward full steam ahead to see which one was going to be the alpha male. So that's why I would love to see the two of them wrestle each other. So that was my choice. Before we get to the two of you guys, I'll, I'll go through the list. There wasn't that many of you. There's only seven. So we'll get Jesus. to this actually pretty quick. Okay. Was the, um, not only the greatest uh, question that we've ever asked people to get a shout out, but the shortest uh, answer list. That's so, right. I'm making I think too hard. Yeah. Made people think too hard. So first up on the list, uh, thanks to everybody who participated, by yeah, the way. Thanks, Next, first up on the list is Jose Van Dam. What's going on, Jose? J-V-D. That's right. He uh, says he would love to have seen... Now, obviously, we're going to just say, for the sake of argument, everybody is in their prime during these matches. So, right. Without having to say that every single time. This JVD says he wants to see... He would love to have seen Brett the Hitman Hart versus Daniel Bryan. Dope. Oh, yeah. That would have been a That'd phenomenal. Be yeah. Oh yeah. Up next we have Jimmer Monroe. What's going on, Jimmer? Jimmer, so, Jimmy. This also what a phenomenal match this would have been. Kurt Angle versus Randy Savage. Oh yeah. <laughs> up next we have Jay Reezy Min. What's going on, Jay Reese? What's up, John? So Riz. He says superstar Billy Graham versus The Rock. That'd be dope match. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be okay. Very colorful. Yeah, great. That'd be the a great program. Be phenomenal. Yeah. Because the, the the packages, the video packages leading oh, into yeah. that would be worth the match. I kind of went along the same lines with my picks, or at least mm-hmm. one of my picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hogan and The Rock, the the greatest WrestleMania match ever in the history of WrestleMania. I have a buddy who was at that Mania. I was up in uh, Toronto, and he said from where he was sitting, the whole place was dead all night until that match, and it was like deafening. Yeah, because they knew how to pace it and time it, and oh, fantastic. you know, like slow down. It's hard when you're when your heart's pumping like that, and you have to keep time in your head, and you, you and your initial reaction is you want to get through it. But they they took their time, they breathed, they one one looked one way, the other one would look the other. They did it, and it came off naturally, even though it was you know obviously very uh, telegraphed. But it, it was it was a great uh, icon versus icon match at that time. The funny thing is that Hulk Hogan, after having so many back surgeries, was the same same height as The Rock at six foot four <laughs> during that match. Whereas if it had happened in '85, you know, back then Hulk was six foot seven. Jesus, so that'd been funny. So okay, next up on the list we have Old Athers. What's going on, my brother? Nice. What up, brother? It's always great to hear from Athers, man. He just just warms my heart whenever he reaches out. And he says Kurt Angle versus Bret the Hitman Hart. That would be been a great match too, man. That would that could be a WrestleMania main event any night of the week. Yeah, sure. Up next, we have Dan Heffron. What's going on, Dan? What up, Hef? What's going on, Dan? Now Dan did something different. He chose a six-man match: the Von Erichs, Kerry. Uh, let's see, Chris. No, not Chris. Kerry, Kevin, and David versus Kurt Angle, Shelton Benjamin, and Charlie Haas. Mm. I like it. It's not bad. It'd be a good match. It'd be a good match, but. Von Eric's up strong, I think, in that one. Oh, oh yeah. No one's no one's beating the Von Eric boys. That's that's just the way it is. Charlie the Haas triple drop kick spot, the dude. Immediately. Yeah. That's the kind of shit that give you goosebumps. All right. Up next, we have the one true Bobo. What's going up, Bobo? Bobo. Bobo. Now this is this would be a bloody one. 
The Sheep Herders versus the Dudley Boys. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. That would, that would be. This would be a hell of a card, wouldn't it? Oh yeah. yeah. But yeah. Brother Hart has to pull double duty on this one. Yeah, triple. right, right. Yeah. Triple, right. <laughs> He's a, lots of, lots of uh, the, the most used names, Brett. Yeah. <gasps> That's pretty, oh, no, pretty interesting. Oh, we, um, did I come back? Yeah, you're back. Well, you bounced to the bottom of the screen somehow. It was yeah, amazing. weird. Hmm? All right, last but not least on the list is uh, Professor. Oh, the ah, Professor. Oh, this is an interesting one. I had to put this as the opener, either that or the popcorn match. Uh, maybe, no, no, not opener. Opener would want a bigger match. This would probably be second match or popcorn. Uh, for those who don't know, the popcorn match is the first match after intermission. Um, it'd be Muhammad Hassan versus the Iron Sheik. No, Hameen, fail. <laughs> maybe he'd be the guest referee. All right, you two. Now, Bellows, we'll go to you first, and then we'll go to Billy Ray. Give us your 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 dream match in the time machine. Actually, we might as well kick it to Billy Ray first because I okay. think he's only got one. Whereas, of course, I had to make a list. Okay, <laughs> so. great. All right, Billy Ray, what, what do you have, buddy? I have like eight thousand of these. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I follow, I've got many. I follow directions. Right? They said one, so I picked one. Bells, right. damn it! Go follow directions for once in your They're life. My directions. <laughs> right. You're right. Do what I want. I do what I want. <laughs> I do what um, I want. Damn it. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, it's the first one that came to mind, and I always thought about it whenever I used to go to ROH shows. The British Bulldogs are, are my favorite tag team of all time. Love the British Bulldog. I, I love the Dynamite Kid. Um, and um, there's a lot of tag teams I'd love to see them against, right? Uh, the Legion of Doom, for one. Yes, I don't think that yes. happened. Absolutely. Right? But every time I used to go to ROH shows, I used to see the American Wolves and and loved the American Wolves because there were a lot like the well you know Davy Richards and the Dynamite Kid. There's a lot of parallels there. Yeah, you know, um, and they were a fantastic tag team. And I think the WWE really blew the spot when they came into NXT and had them lose to the Illuminati guys. I forget their names. The the Ascension. Ascension. The Ascension beat the trash out of the American Wolves. They were called the American Pitbulls in NXT. I remember turning off that television so quickly because I knew the Ascension would never ascend to anything. First off, the gimmick sucks. Second, those guys weren't that good. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, yeah. Friends and, of the network. Friends of the network. God bless you guys. <laughs> you know, wish you all the luck in the world. It's just the American Wolves are a freaking incredible solid tag team. And uh, I, I would have loved to have seen the Wolves versus the Bulldogs. That I'd have lost it. I'd have lost, just to see or or do a three way match between uh, Dynamite Kid, Chris Benoit, Davy Richards. Whew, done. That would have been amazing. That's all I got. Can I interject into the as far as like the um, American Wolves go? Of course. Yes, so. a phenomenal tag team, and I love mm -hmm. me some Eddie Edwards. He's a Kowalski School graduate. I've known him since the day he broke in. Super phenomenal nice kid. Oh my god. But I think the better tag team is the Dojo Bros with uh, Eddie Edwards and um, maybe Boy Smith. No, 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 no. Um, God, he's in AEW now. He just left NXT. I can't believe I'm, I'm trying to blank on his name. Uh, he's Adam Cole's best friend in AEW, but not MJF. Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong. Uh, Roddy yeah. Strong and and yeah. and. Um, Eddie Eddie names like Eddie Edwards. Sorry, my, my yeah. TSD is kicking in tonight. Uh, the, the two of them, that tag team was so much better than the American Wolves. It was ridiculous. Mm. And I know that you like, you know, Davy 
Richards definitely has his place, and he's a phenomenal tag team wrestler, and they are unbelievable together, but I thought the, jo- the Dojo Bros were even that much better. I never saw them. I just read about them after the fact. Uh, uh, um, Dave, um, Davey Richards, listen to me. Um, Eddie Edwards had dreads uh, for that era. And he reminded me of the of, of Davey Boy Smith, you know, because they mm-hmm. had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but I, I never saw them wrestle. Um, I, but I saw the Wolves wrestle so many times, you know, and, and then they feuded against each other for the ROH world title. And, and Davey Richards is just phenomenal. Not the greatest promo. But otherwise, it's just I, I loved him as a professional wrestler. It's very, yeah, very intense. Right, I, I love the wolves. Love the wolves. So um, um you know, the thing with Davey Richards is he had a kind of a history of intimidating the guys he worked with, where to a point where he'd be coming out so strong and so aggressively that guys would just be kind of taken aback by it, and like I think they they would hurt their own comebacks because they're you're wrestling a guy that that's intense, and I I know this because I used to work a very stiff, intense style. Some guys are almost afraid to try to take it back, and uh, and if they're not going to, fuck them, mm-hmm. and you end up eating them alive because it's like, hey, what are you going to do? I can't. I'm not going to make myself look like a pussy. Right. I'm not going to sell some weak ass shit. You got to come at me. And I think he was just such an intimidating figure at times that guys were afraid, and that kind of might have hurt some of his singles matches that I've seen. That uh, guys are just, they're smaller, they're ready for their comeback, but they don't take it the way they should because yeah. they're just a little bit scared. Got it. Spell's turn. All right. Yeah, you guys can go so, back yeah. and forth. Yeah, it's true. If you've got if you've got more on your list, Billy, right, feel free to chime That's in at it. any point. But yeah, yeah I've, got, I've got a short list. I'm actually kind of surprised. Well, I guess if we had more people that had responded, we may have gotten one or two of these already. But uh, my number one, the first one I thought of is uh, a prime Miz, right? Because you know we all know oh, he's my fucking yeah, favorite. Miz at his absolute peak, like running with the IC title is so pretty like much today. the main. But yeah, today he's, awesome. or maybe, uh, he's always awesome. He's been awesome yeah. for a minimum of 10 years. If you don't believe me, ask him. He'll tell you. <laughs> Absolutely. It's in his music. I want the Miz, all the A-list Hollywood Miz, like at his full glory, Maurice. With the or whole, without Maurice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, with Maurice. The whole nine against the American Dream, Dusty Road, Daddy. And like it, the match might not be much, not much special, but the program, the promo, Maybe mm-hmm. we get, maybe we get, maybe we get a, oh, who the fuck was, what the, I, I, who the fuck was, was Dusty's female valet for a while? Sunshine. Yeah, there you go. Get her out there. We get a whole yeah. fucking mess of it. It would be one of those like, yeah, maybe like a WrestleMania kind of popcorn match kind of gimmick, but uh, that, oh, that it, was. Yeah. Oh, you mean that Sweet Sapphire? Yes, yeah, that's, that's where we go. Okay. Did it have like a mixed tag? Like I knew I was going to fuck it up no matter what I said, but yes, yeah, Sapphire. Well, he, did you know that he was scheduled to do a mixed tag? He and Sapphire versus Randy Savage and... Uh, uh, Miss Elizabeth? No, no, Randy Savage and... Um, oh, my Sherry. gosh. Sensational Sherry. Yeah. Oh, that's and then the, right. The, the whole angle was that they couldn't find Sapphire, and she ended up turning heel and going with the million-dollar man. Ooh. That's right. Jose ain't loyal. <laughs> the Moe's ain't loyal, <laughs> but they are in this house, apparently. They are here. Right. Um, all right. Next on my list, uh, HBK versus AJ Styles. That'd be good. That'd be really dude. And now that you say that, it's the first match that has Shawn Michaels even mentioned. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of surprising to me yeah. too. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, he had so many good ones, man. I, I've, I've been watching some old Attitude Era, kind of like '90s, late '90s, early 2000s shit, man. There's just it's just <laughs> these guys today don't have a fucking clue. Um, anyway, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Haku. Whoa. That would be tremendous. Yeah, we need a fucking house match. Because working wicked like Because <laughs> he'd be scared to death that he'd get his ass handed to him from Haku because Haku would just 
twist them and send them to the fucking hospital. <laughs> Haku deafened a worker by kicking him in the ear, Ricky Ataki, back in like the 80s. She just kicked him in the ear. He deafened him. <laughs> yes. So damn. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah, Brock who make it a thing. Don't uh, Brock who. <laughs> let's That's fucking awesome. make him a tag team. Let's go. Uh, all right. Next, I, I I did pick a women's match just for for shits and giggles. Uh, China versus Candice LeRae. Everybody's uh, world's toughest cupcake. See how see how that goes. Little like giant kind of female. You know whatever. I was thinking right. like awesome Kong. Gail Kim, like I was trying to think of like women that I could really like kind of find like a de- halfway decent storyline for, and that was the best I came up with. Not my best one, not gonna lie. Um, China, China versus Rhea Ripley would be an interesting one. Yeah, Hell yeah, like, something like that, like a female house match, or even you know, if you want to get like into like shooter style, like Judy Martin versus Rhea Ripley, or Judy Martin versus Shayna Baszler. Judy, Judy Martin is my all time favorite lady worker, and she could work with the best and she could shoot with the best, and uh, to, I could see her definitely. Doing some time with Shayna. She's actually bigger than Shayna, but could beat the living hell out of abroad, but it also could work up a storm. Was never the ladies' champion, but had the tag titles as the Glamour Girls with uh, Leilani Kai, and uh, had a great run. So I, I could, there's, there's matches of uh, Judy Martin beating the ever loving shit out of Desiree Peterson. I know I've mentioned that before <laughs> from different venues, from like Madison Square Garden to the Boston Garden. Uh, to the spectrum in Philadelphia, just put in like Judy Martin versus uh, Desiree. Beat her Peterson. all up and down the East Coast. Like, takes her by the hair and just takes her and just pounds her around the ring, like on the floor, like hits her head on the, like throws her out onto the the ringside table. Back when the table was up against the ring back in the day, Ooh. just beats the ever living hell out of her. And I love Desiree Peterson. She used to come down to Kowalski's every now and then for a workout. <laughs> but like you know, she must have pissed Judy off that that during that tour or something because Judy just friggin' hands her her lunch every time. It's just phenomenal. Man, don't fuck with Judy don't Martin. Fuck with, yeah, do not, yeah. <laughs> All right, last two on my list here: tag team match. Uh, Somebody mentioned the Dudleys before. Dudleys versus LOD, like at their pri- at their peaks, would just be kind of very, very fucking awesome for me. And then last but not least, I just added this one while we were sitting here. Strangler Steve's cat, Reggie, versus Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, Book Reggie it. over strong, dude. Seriously, bro. Fuck the snakes. Sure. <laughs> I am with it. Reggie, Reggie over strong. Great. Yeah, great. By the way, as you know, Reginald's full name is Reginald Baron de Rothschild King. And uh, he's not he's not going under. No, hell no, not with that. Name, strong man. with a finish. Good luck. Fantastic. Hey, it is WLR, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting up out of here. Thank you for tuning in. Yet another week in the summer of Striz, the Wednesday locker room. I'm here with the god of thunder himself, the Andrew Bello. Tell them what's up, Bells. Tell them where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me on the X at the Andrew Bello. That's T H to the E A N to the D R E W B E L O. And by hmm. the way, you can also find me on the YouTube. Uh, there's a uh, same name, by the way, the Andrew Bello. And uh, there's a new song coming. I'm like on the precipice of finally finishing that Nakamura thing remix that I was working on a while back. Oh. So that is finally coming out eventually. Uh, I'll, I'll give you guys a little preview so you can, uh, you can, I don't know. I don't know what you do with it. You listen to it and then probably forget about it. But that's cool. Uh, at least you listen to it. Anyway, yeah, find us back here next week on WLR. And uh, don't forget to acknowledge me. Acknowledge the guy. Acknowledge him. I do it now. Acknowledge I me. I don't, I don't trust you. <laughs> when you say it like that. <laughs> <laughs>
it's I, all I, in the delivery. Roman Reigns right. finally figured it out. I, I don't. I don't. I think. Yeah, I think they let him go a little bit, you know. And 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 he he he's a, even when they had let him go before, he was still a little reserved. So I think he's, I think I think mentally, Roman's just both done with this run. Yeah, I think so. Good for him. He's yeah, got he's, a ton of money. Fuck let, that. Let him get out of this. Well, he's still young enough to go, recoup. He's going in the movies. Try to be an actor. Try. Yeah. It. Even if you fail, you still make money. Go. Go. Right. Do go that. do the five different. Right. Jason Momoa movies. can only do so much shit. Right. You're a younger right. Jason Momoa. Plus, he sucked at Aquaman. We need a new Aquaman. So I didn't ahead. mind him as Aquaman. Yeah, I actually thought it was good as Aquaman. He was fucking awful. Um, I don't know. I didn't watch the movie. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the Strangler Steve. That was the most Billy Ray thing I've heard all night long. <laughs> What's up, Strange? What's hey, going on? Uh, nothing. I just popped because I pissed off Colin in the chat because I didn't say what his match was because it was for, you know, this just wasn't what I was looking for for answers. So I was looking for WWE. Colin had to ruin it. Yeah, he's, he's always got a fucking. He thinks he's funny. What did Colin but, say? Uh, don't even bother to look at it. Nah, it's Colin. in the chat. But don't read it. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, and, uh, get this bot out of here. Yeah, <laughs> right. Delete the chat. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Colin? He's been chatting with me a lot lately on Instant Messenger. Anyway, hope everybody's doing good. And we'll do another question next week if Bells comes up with something. Oh, I did too piss you off, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Let's go yeah, we'll, we'll come up with another question. If anybody has an idea for a question like Bells did this week, hit me up and let me know what it is. Bells, if you got another one, brother, let me know. That's that was that was awesome this week. I had a blast just thinking about that kind of stuff, you know, because your mind wanders. Like, you know, how about like Andre the Giant versus Don Leo Jonathan in a first blood match? That'd be great. But ninety-nine percent of people have absolutely no idea who John, Don Leo Jonathan is. But uh, he was a giant of the zone back during that time. In fact, there was a match where Kill Kowalski and Don Leo Jonathan were tagging up against. Andre and I think Kamala or something like that. It was pretty nuts. But uh, stuff like that's always fun to think that about. Haystacks Calhoun. It's back yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. How about, yeah. Haystacks versus Keith Lee. Let's do that one. <laughs> dope. Dope. That'd be dope. <laughs> All right, but anyway, yeah. Follow me on uh, the X. Ugh, I hate saying that. I'm not going to call it that anymore. At Strangler Steve uh, underscore. And uh, yeah, we'll keep the, the good times rolling in the summer of Striz, which, by the way, it's getting kind of close to the end, right? The end, we're in the middle way uh, through August as it is. So uh, get in while you can. It was a, it was a fun ride, ladies and gentlemen. Stan Hansen right. versus somebody. Stan okay. Hansen. <laughs> Stan Hansen versus who? Stan Hansen versus. You're not gonna the like Andrew Bello. John Moxley. Nah, man. <laughs> versus Masato Tanaka would have been dope. Masato Tanaka's roaring elbow is dope. So the Lariat versus the roaring elbow, I don't like that. Um, I would have said Bradshaw, but fuck Bradshaw. Um, I don't know. That's fair. We got to find somebody for Stan Hansen to fight. Stan Hansen was a beast, and we didn't get enough of him here in the United. Dr. Death Steve Williams versus somebody. Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Oof. Did that not happen? Well, they tagged for a little bit in WCW. Right, 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 right. I'm not sure they must have they must have wrestled each other at some point. Terry Bam Bam Gordy's run in ECW was phenomenal. It was How about short, the Battle of the Bam Bams, but it was incredible. It was incredible. Um, there you go. Bam Bam Bigelow versus Keith Ember Lee. Keith Lee, yeah, that there you suck. go. Bam Bam would go over hard on Keith Lee. Oh fuck yeah! All right, we're getting up out of here. That's enough. All My right. name is Billy Ray Valentine. 
Billionaire Kid, Young Kennedy, Mecca G, Cody Loads, Juan Champagna. You know, I could go all day, right? What? You make sure you tune in next week. You're here right here on WLR. Also, make sure you go over on Sunday nights on America Unplugged Rockfin channel. It's prime time with Billy Ray Valentine. We did it last week. We were going to do it this week, but um, I, I had something to do, so I couldn't I couldn't do it on Sunday. But we're doing it this Sunday coming up, and I'm going to talk about NPCs. I'm going to talk about Obama and 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 uh, him saying that he fantasizes about guys 24-7 when he was young. We're going to discuss that. <laughs> we're going to discuss the Trump indictment. We're going to talk about probably something else. I forget what else I had in store. Did he ever try to lift a bunch of weight in front of another guy just to impress him? <laughs> Yo, it's funny you should say that. I walked into the gym the other day and there was this dude staring at me super hard. I was like, fuck this guy. I looked him right in the eyes and I was like, I'm going to lift dog in you? Yeah, you know, and, and it turns out I couldn't lift it. He came over and helped me. It was very romantic. He was very um, nice. He bought me lunch. <laughs> he bought me lunch. He's a very nice guy. Um, he helped me gently. <laughs> we got shawarmas. It's great. So um, so make sure you tune in to that, uh, theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com, America Unplugged. It's America Unplugged 100th episode. Um, Congratulations. Actually, thank you very much. Actually, yeah, our congrats. 100th episode was last Saturday, but I didn't know. So we're celebrating 100 at 101. We're going to have, of course, Don Jeffries and, and Tony uh, Arterburn, which is America Unplugged. But joining us is the America Unplugged family. It's going to be uh, Charlie Robinson, Wayne McCroy, John Brissom is going to be there. Guard Goldsmith, um, Chris Graves, Kenzie is going to be there, and possibly one very, very big special guest. So tune in if besides you're besides the Andrew Bello. Besides the Andrew Bello, whom I've asked, there, there is a waiting list of people, and this is a, this is for real. There's a waiting list of people that want to come on America Unplugged. I'm very selective about who I have on that show. This guy, this piece right. of filth right here that, that I don't even think is real. I tell him all the time, I'm like, yo, come join me on America Unplugged, brother. Come on, I want to hear you. you know, yeah, sure, Billy. Yeah, yeah, I'll come on. And then he just fabes me and doesn't come on. Screw you, dude. Goddamn right. <laughs> Screw you, Sour B. Hey, listen Sour up. Sour B. I'll catch your punk ass down the road, though, oh. okay? <laughs> this is why I don't want to come on your fucking show. That's there you, there you go. It's, it's the kind of treatment I get. Tell them what's up, Striz. Let's get up out of here, man. Hey, I like big kitties. Ooh, take Hogan. Away snakes. Hogan versus Ellsworth. Yes. Yeah. Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to me. It's still on the air.